Hello and welcome to How to Be a Human, the podcast where we impart wisdom that probably won't help you live your life. I'm Meg. And I'm Jo. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about and teaching you how to successfully live with your bestie. Now, I think that this is going to be an exciting podcast for our listeners because uh, no doubt they are going to want to know a little bit more about our lives. And I think this provides our origin story, if you like. It provides a little bit of context to our friendship um, Mm. because we have, in fact, lived together and I would say somewhat successfully. I Somewhat? (laughs) Depends on your definition of successful. Okay. I think it was pretty successful, and yeah, I can see our listeners getting pretty excited about this. Um, Well, I know that they're desperate to to know more about our backstory. Of course, who wouldn't be? You know, so I think that this is going to provide that for them. I would definitely say it's successful, though, in that we're still friends now. No, I agree, I agree. I mean, we don't live together anymore. No. We should point that out. No, we don't. Um, But... The reason for that was purely uh, a mutual agreement. It wasn't anything to do with the fact that we disliked living together. It was because you wanted to live with your boyfriend instead of me. Well, no, that's not really what happened. What happened was you no longer wanted to live in the ghetto, which is a very valid point. Yes. Because we we did live in somewhat ghetto. (laughs) Um, And yes, I wanted to try living with a boy. So we felt that that was a mutual parting of the ways, I guess. Let it be said, though, I would have taken you with me out of the ghetto (laughs) had you wished to come. Instead, you left me behind with a smelly boy. And whilst that was somewhat successful for a while, I no longer lived there with him. So, But regardless... It was a mutual parting of the ways. Yes, yes, it was. Definitely. Very much so. So, um, I guess to give some background to this, we decided I can't really remember why we decided to live together to be honest well we were both living at home yes um you had previously moved out and then we're back home oh yes and I well, I had been moved out when I was at university and then was back home hmm. and we didn't really like that state of affairs anymore so we decided that we would try living together um I remember we we had a some sort of house meeting in Tesco to decide, you know, if we could actually handle this. And do. We did. I don't know why we felt that was an appropriate place for a house meeting, but it seemed apt at the I, time. I think that's my first piece of advice in this podcast. <laughs> Have a house meeting beforehand. Have it in the Tesco coffee shop. Yeah, well, or any... Any large any... chain superstore <laughs> will do. But yeah, no, well, that's a good point because I, I mean, I had have lived with other people before, or you. As had I. As had you. And um, my experiences had been fairly okay, but you had had some bad experiences. So you obviously wanted to check that, that w- this wasn't going to be a repeat of that. Yes, because I, I did slightly fear that this would truly be the demise of our friendship. And nobody wants that. And that is basically no. what we're trying to make people avoid today. Because some people are not meant to live together. That is true. True. And if we can stop just two people from destroying a perfectly valid friendship, <laughs> then we have done our job. Exactly. Exactly. So do you, I mean, do you want to perhaps kick off with a little bit about the unsuccessful experience that you had, maybe? Yes. To provide a bit of uh, background into how, you know, your concerns coming into this experience. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was at university and uh, I had a friend who was like, hey, we should live together. And we'd always gotten on really well. Most of the time we got on really, really well. Yes. We had fallen out before, which in retrospect, maybe that should have been a red flag. Trigger warnings, yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, I thought, yeah, sure, we can make a go of it. Uh, we had a, a nice little house uh, that was actually only one street away from the house that you and I lived in yeah. together. Yeah, enough. coincidentally. Yeah. Um, and it seemed really great for about the first half hour. Oh. <laughs> 
But I soon came to realise that there was just something about us that was not compatible. Mm. It, I mean, it was it was fun at first because at first it was like pretending to live with someone. It was like an extended sleepover like that just novelty, kept going on. Yeah. yeah, and we were like, yeah, this is fun. We can play Sing Star all the time. We can watch Sherlock. It's good. That's all we did. We ate a lot of food. We we sang a lot of songs, and that was good. Glorious. But it just didn't match up. I mean, one of us was tidier than the other one. and Always a, a difficulty. One of us kind of seemed to hate the other one's friends, <laughs> in a way. Again, difficult when you want to hang out with your friends. Yeah. Uh, one of us didn't like the other one arranging any kind of gathering at the house. I suspect that what that one of you was not you. It was not me. No, I no. can I can reveal that now. It was not me. <laughs> and also, I mean, there were kind of some weird complaints, like that I spent too much time in the living room. Oh, that seems one thing that I was told. That seems ridiculous, given that it's a living room. Yes, but I was told, oh, you're always in here, so I can never come in here. Well, when when we lived together, I mean. I remember you being in the living room, but I never remember it being a problem. Only a reasonable amount. <laughs> I'm not sure what is a reasonable amount of being in a living room. Well, like, you know, I was, I was just living. Yeah. It, wasn't I? I wasn't, like, treating it like a room that it wasn't. I wasn't, no. like, shaving in there. <laughs> I don't remember ever coming in and you were, like, spread eagle on the sofa. Yeah, I don't... I wasn't, like... I don't know, bringing animals in and washing them. Like, yeah. it was not All some reasonable sort of living room farm activities. or anything. It was just a living room that I was living in. I didn't understand that I wasn't meant to be in there. Confusing. That very much confused me a lot. Well, um, I can see why you would have been, you know, apprehensive prior to our yeah. arrangement. As was I, you know, I had never lived with you either. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, did not want to ruin a perfectly valid friendship. But I would say that we had fairly good compatibility. I think we did. And I think I'd learnt from the previous one as Mm. well. So I kind of had that to bring to it. I mean, I think that helped me. And also, I didn't bring a cat to live with us. That's true, you didn't. So that helped. Did you bring a cat before? Yes, you did, didn't you? I did, I did. You did ask permission, though. You didn't just turn up with a cat. I said, shall I bring that cat? Will that be fun? And then housemate said, sure, bring a cat. I've always wanted a cat. Okay, great. And then the cat got there and she was like, this cat stinks, I hate this cat. And I was like, oh, he doesn't stink though, because I'm very conscious of smells, he didn't stink. Oh, he did. So that definitely tore us apart. Oh, yeah. We we never had any pets, which is probably for the best. Yeah, well, I know you're not, you know, you wouldn't have wanted one, so I didn't even bring it up. No, I mean, I enjoy puppies. Yeah, greatly. I didn't have for one small of those. periods of time though. Even then, I'm not sure I'd want to live with one. So I mean, that that's fine. You knew that going in, so that mm-hmm. was good. We might not have been allowed one either. Maybe it's a slightly not. different circumstance. Anyway, that's yeah. by the by, really. But that, yeah, the compatibility is, wise, compatibility wise, it worked. It did indeed. I, I agree, and I think it's important to realise just because you are best besties or bezers. As I was going to say, with someone doesn't mean you should live with them. Mm. Because I know other people that I'm best friends with that I probably wouldn't want to live with. Interesting. Um, because we wouldn't get along very well. And I'm sure you mm. do as well. Well, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, probably. Because there are, there are some people who, I don't know, maybe just your lifestyles are too different. Could or your, be. Um, your attitudes of, of what is and isn't acceptable in the house are just too different. And I think we... In a way, we're just lucky that it turned out that we're pretty chill mm. and accepting of things. 
Yeah, I think that's a good motto, really. Just be chill, generally. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I think we we probably should address some of the negative points. Yes, because it wasn't all sunshine and daisies all the time. Obviously, we're both just human. (laughs) We're flawed. (laughs) We've got the rest of you. Exactly. So, you know, you're bound to like get on each other's nerves sometimes. That's okay. And it's important that you recognise that and you don't panic when that happens. You You just just go, oh, well, we'll we'll be fine. We'll move on. That was like five minutes. Now we're over it. Yeah. Just don't panic. It's okay to sometimes hate somebody and then get over it. That's fine. Well, hate's a strong word. Well, you know, well, I like to bandy about the strong words. <laughs> I feel so, like you hate me now. No, I don't. Still don't. <laughs> Probably never will. Touch wood. Touch wood. We'll touch some wood. I hope you're all touching wood for us. So what were the bad points then? Come on, fill me in. I can take it. Um. Well, I think that sometimes... Well, you said uh, said this before about not wanting to be too messy. And I'm a bit too, like, OTT about that. So I, I think I was a bit over-enthusiastic sometimes on the cleaning front and maybe cleaned away things that were yours and then you wouldn't know where they were. Yeah, to you it was cleaning. To me it was, why are you moving my stuff? I put it there because that's where it goes. Yeah, now. I know. And now it's gone and I don't know where it's gone. Sometimes it's benefited, like, you know, if I was washing up or whatever, I'd wash your stuff up because you hate washing up and I, I knew that. Yeah. I always appreciated that. Any yeah. any time I don't have to wash up. So it's finding a boundary. So, <laughs> you know, she hates washing up, I wash up. But you actually washed up in my house last week. And I you did. You live with <laughs> that, me now. That is a true fact. And I also took out the recycling. I really appreciate Just that. Just saying. Um, but yeah, you know, so find a limit there. Washing yeah. up, probably fine. But, you know hiding away a book don't do that because then when they need it and be like where my book at yo exactly and i think at least you know one good thing i can say for you is you're aware of that at well, least yeah now. exactly exactly yeah. but you know you live and learn you've got to be self-aware you live and learn you yeah do. yeah okay so that's i'm not sure what that was that was a bad point about me about you about both of us um, I, I guess about i mean mostly me that was the thing i guess i did <laughs> bad but you were. Really I mean, you could have washed it more. I don't know. What should I say about thing no, no, about I'm you? I'm just saying. I guess. I guess to you, it maybe was a bit annoying to see, like, oh, here's some stuff for that. But that's what it's like, you know. Communal areas. That's mm. always going to happen. And I, I never think... left my crap in your bedroom. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> just like put random things in there. That I never bad. once found your rubbish in my bedroom, and I appreciated that. and yeah. Still do. Yeah. So at least there's that. Okay. Well, communal areas are a difficult one, though. Yes. Because I think it's shared space so you should be able to leave a certain amount of your own crap in there you should but what's you know what's acceptable what's not and that's something you're gonna have to work out between the two of you because maybe it's different for everyone definitely i think so figure that out put some feelers out there try leaving one book see how they react (laughs) put another one next to it see if they start to look twitchy and then when the pile of books topples over (laughs) rethink maybe then you've gone too far i agree that's that's what you need to remember that well I mean, the, we we had a small living area with a sort of, I would say we had a kind of a display of random items. Like oh, a mantle. Like a mantle. That's the word I was looking for. A <laughs> display piece. makes it sound like a <laughs> display. Trophy cabinet. We had a casual display. <laughs> Some of our final wares. Yeah, I mean, we both have quite a lot of rubbish and I enjoyed that it was yeah. a, a random assortment of, of I tat, liked but... it. Because instead of just looking at my tat, I could look at your tat too. Yeah. 
and sometimes you would have a nice dinosaur that I could look at and that would be cool. You did have one thing I didn't like oh, to dear. look at and that was our dear friend Prospero, which no. is not even his name. Uh, I, for- I forget what his name actually <laughs> is. Can um, you describe Prospero to us though? Please. Prospero is a, a gift that was bought to, to me by a mutual friend. Yes. Also your friend. Also my friend, but not my gift. Well. Not for me at all. Well, I feel like it was a gift for the for the house. You say that now because you don't want to own this thing. <laughs> but anyway, what it was, I'm, I don't really know how to describe it. It's like a piece of African art carved yes. out of wood. Yes. A sort of a tall, thin man. Um... <laughs> what I would describe as maybe a 35 degree angle because he didn't didn't stand up straight. He had a rakish lean, yes. And he was, let's say, terrifying. (laughs) He looked like he wanted to murder you in the night. Yeah, it was sort of like um, the type of thing that you'd find in a in a cursed yes book it was sort of like just by picking him up you had awakened an ancient curse that would soon rain down upon you and that's the feeling i had all the time when i sat in the living room and looked at prospero and he leered back at me i should say i also hate prospero <laughs> but given that our mutual friend gave him to us and that she also told me that it was carved by small orphan children oh. in whichever african country where she was visiting uh, I felt that I had to put it on the mantle. And also, mm. I was a little bit scared that if I, like, boxed it up, it would sort of, like, unleash some kind of oh, no. curse on us. Oh, it would be angry. Exactly. Oh. I don't want to anger it. But the thing is, I mean, it it did scare me on a daily basis. And I'm sorry. Particularly the time I was sort of sat there and I kind of glanced at it and I was like, mm, Prospero, you're creeping me out, as usual. And then I heard some faint sort of tribal drums start oh, like playing. Jumanji style. And I was like, oh, here goes, we've awoken their curse. I mean, it turned out to just be the neighbours and that's what happens if you live in a terrace house. But for a minute there, I was legit scared. I, I um, to be honest, I'm, I'm with you on that. So <laughs> I'm, I can only apologise. And I think really our mutual friend is to blame yeah, for I this think whole actually, saga. I think our advice here is just, don't have mutual friends who want to give you random crap. The thing is, I, I think she knew that it was terrible. Knowing her. And yes. did it on purpose yes. to haunt us. Yes. This and is really an issue we have with her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose the more general point we're trying to make is that you sometimes are going to have to put up with sort of rubbish that you don't want in, in yes. your general areas. Unless you come to some kind of arrangement whereby you only have things that you've both bought but that's less fun then that's a whole other minefield when you finally do stop living together if you share own everything yeah that's true because we didn't really have that issue yeah we we didn't whereas me and previous housemate for some reason we thought we were like a newly married couple and we went to ikea together and bought loads of random crap and then we were like well now who owns this Mm. when we had a parting of the ways i think we this very um civilized in a very civilized way divvied up a bath mat and a shower curtain i mean that was about it really i mean also what i mainly remember is me saying here you have this one-legged ken doll and you saying no i don't want that and me saying well i'm leaving now and it's still here so goodbye yeah and that one-legged ken doll was recycled oh eventually <laughs> but you left him behind yeah but i didn't i couldn't support him <laughs> yeah, 
He had a lot of needs. He did. He had a lot of needs. <laughs> he carried his seven leg around with him. It's weird. <laughs> this song makes it sound like we lived in some kind of ridiculous frat house, which, I mean, to an extent, yeah, we, we, we sort of did. Like, um, yeah, we had that wolf poster on the wall. We did. We had a lot of rubbish. Um, and, I mean, I liked all of that stuff. Mm, it was much. fun. Um, you know, but... What you know? If you and me weren't similar in personality, the other person would have been like, "Why is there a one-legged Ken doll in the kitchen?" Yeah, for months. Yes. So, but for for us, that that was cool. That was part so of where we course. roll. I so advice would be, you know, find someone who's the same sort of mental age and level of development as yourself. I think actually that's a really good point. Mental age-wise, I was thinking as well that we, although we've called this episode um how to successfully live with your bestie. I mean. Are we too old to be using the word best friend now? I feel like oh, maybe when you're no. 14, you have to stop calling someone your best friend. Oh, well, I guess you don't have to be my best friend if you don't want to. Well, That's I, what you're saying. No, I mean, I th- I think we are, but maybe it should remain unspoken. What what point in your late 20s can you stop calling someone your bezza? Oh, I'd say never. Okay, as long as that's all right. I just, I didn't want the like listeners to think that we were like maybe 16 or all something. Right, we're not 16. <laughs> we're in our 20s. Late 20s. But we're bezers. I think that's okay. That's right then. I just thought I'd check. I feel like I know some older down. people who have best friends. I don't think oh, that's fine. That's weird. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's All fine. Right. Well, Beza, can I bring up one other uh, less good point about living with you? Why not? We're, p- we're putting it all on the table. The table is hella piled up now. <laughs> one time you did the loud sex. No. <laughs> I'm not going to deny this. And it was only one time. So, you know. No big deal. I'm not going to deny this because I know the incident to which you were referring. Not I'm just glad. because you bring it up on a bi-weekly basis. It was just really... I mean, let me set the scene for, for the <laughs> do, listeners Do they need a scene setting? I think they need the scene setting. Okay, I'll let you take the So, floor. I mean, to me, it was a normal day. I had no idea what was about to befall me. But um, your boyfriend moved in with us because he needed somewhere to go. And like we said before, he wanted to try living with a boy. I was going to leave so he moved in while I was still there there was a bit of crossover and um he'd been sort of carting his stuff in and that and then and it was all sort of finished it was the evening and I was sat downstairs watching tv and then I had like this really loud sort of thump thump crash kind of sound and uh, and I thought oh they must be rearranging the room because it wasn't ideally set up for like a couple so they're probably like moving the bed and maybe he's brought a desk in they're swapping it out I don't know I, I thought okay and it kind of kept going on. It was like, bang, bang, brr, thud. And I was like, Whoa. what was that brr? Was that? I don't know. I don't know. You were there. You tell me, mate. So eventually I thought, man, maybe I should go and help them out because it seems like they're struggling with this. So I was on my way upstairs <laughs> about to knock on the door going, hey, you want any help with that? When I suddenly heard other noises <laughs> that were not made by any furniture known to man. And I don't think I need to describe those noises, but I, I think really, you know what those really noises were. I wish you wouldn't. I really, really wish I couldn't, because I wish I didn't know what it sounded like, but I do. Okay, well, I mean, let me say now, yeah, as I have said off the record, but now we're on the record, that okay. I do apologise for that incident. Yeah. And I do feel bad and embarrassed about it. And I mean... You know, that was a mistake, and I regret it. I regretted it almost instantly after it happened. It was just and so you loud. And you drew that to my attention. 
I mean, that stuff, it was, it was I mean, the, so the, loud. To be honest, the the furniture was flimsy, you know, it was all oh, flat yeah. pack, so. But I think the thing with that, as a thing that happened, and yes, it was bad enough for you, and I also feel bad about it, but, you know, what we took from that was, I apologised, and then I learnt, hopefully, from that mistake. Yeah. And that was not an again. issue again, I no, hope. No, 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 no. Good. But so, I mean, up to a point, it's... I wouldn't mind if I heard a bit of a thud thud occasionally because that's life but it's just a sheer volume smell like a cele- celebratory well you know. it must have been <laughs> you must have been going some I can only imagine what was occurring anyway as you bounced across the wall <laughs> and the floor and... I think that's enough I just I, I just you know I can picture it but having sincerely apologised for that mm. and prevented it in future you were able to to a degree, move on, but I yeah, guess well, not. I know, point, 50%. <laughs> I guess you never will, no, <laughs> But I think also, also, it was the fact that I am friends with the guy who was your boyfriend at the time, so it wasn't just, I'm listening More to my best friend have sex, it's I'm listening to two of my good friends banging each other, and I just don't like to think of them in the same way you don't ever want to think of your parents having sex, it's the <laughs> same kind of thing. I'm a bit offended that it's the same as that. But... You and, you both provided sort of parental figures to me I in see. a way. Okay, so... well in that in that regard I apologise again. No, no, but I, I think I accept that. Thank but you. I think the fact that you, I was able to apologise and you were able to accept that apology yes. meant that we could move past it. Because some know? of the people, like, I mean I, I was annoyed and I think I messaged you in the moment quite annoyedly, but you and took it well. And that's legitimate, and I, you know, I could see why you were annoyed, and yeah. I would have been equally annoyed by that. You know, what can and, I say? And exactly. And afterwards, I was just like, "Thank you for apologising. I'm, you know, not actually that upset. It was just it alarmed me. I was scared, <laughs> particularly as you were, tried to get involved. So I can see why. <laughs> why not knowingly, but yes. <laughs> so I mean, other people though might sort of have a, a fit at that and not be able mm. to deal with it. And exactly, really. Well, I'll say, really I'll say this much. Um, you, you were seeing someone for a period of time. Well, not um, the whole period of time, but some of it while we were living together. Yes. And that was never an issue. So well done on that. Kept it quiet. Good effort. Kept it nice and quiet. What I will say is, though, that you did take your escapade to the bathroom, which resulted <laughs> in us having to have the suite replaced. I don't even remember that in many ways. And yet you tell me it happened. So I guess it did. Well, I mean... You owned up to it when I said, why is this crack in the bath? We should probably call the landlord. And you say, oh, might be because there were two of us in there. Showering. Showering. By the way. Because I think a two grown adults trying to get in a bath together, that's never going to be fun. No, but I mean, to be honest, two, it wasn't the best shower. I'm surprised no. that, that you even really bothered. Looking back, it, it wasn't I mean, I, I kind of, I do remember the actual moments, <laughs> the moments that occurred. Probably it wasn't that fun because our shower head was really like just you know it was like someone just dribbling on you. It was not a pleasing experience. So, well, it's beside the point. Shouldn't have bothered. <laughs> shouldn't have bothered. Is my point. I mean, you know, it resulted in us getting a new bathroom, but we didn't have to pay for it. So, well, you know, no, because no I mean, the landlord was going to replace it anyway. Yes. So I think he just took that as an opportunity. Obviously, we didn't tell him we how it had become damaged. We went, oh my, there's a crack appeared in the bathroom. How on earth has that happened? Oh dear. Um, so. But yeah, you know, that's probably another sex point. All right, that is a bad thing that I did. To, <laughs> if you're going to use communal areas, I guess, A, assess whether they are sturdy enough, mm-hmm. and B, give it a wipe down. Yes. 
And you know, I apologise for breaking our bath. But I mean, it didn't really put me out, so I was well, okay with right, it. Then. I mean, you had sex in communal areas, and like I felt forever afterwards that those dining room chairs were a little bit sullied. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, how much did we really use them? Well, I don't know. That's the thing because I don't know. Oh, I mean, I thought you meant how much did you? Use <laughs> no, them? how much did we know. use them for sitting? Wait, a lot. We a lot. Oh well, sorry. No, it's fine. I'm just saying because I, you know, or, don't know what happened on them. I imagine the worst. Well, I suppose, that, yeah, maybe the rule here is just whatever happens in communal just keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Wipe down afterwards. Fair rules. Fair don't, rules. Don't be too unhygienic. I mean, I'm oh, sure yeah. you weren't. Well, you know me. I'm yeah. never unhygienic in that regard. Yeah. I think we should probably move on swiftly because we've probably talked enough I, about possibly yes. smut. But, you know, the, the, it's important things that people are going to want to, to know about. very important to me, so yes. All, all important points. And I hope, hopefully, there's some uh, some good uh, messages that have come from that. I think so, yes. I think that, you know, we dealt with these things successfully. We didn't we didn't freak out. So, okay, let, maybe we should talk about some good points, some things that we Next, did particularly please. well. Please. You know, do you... Can you think of any? Not really. No, I think we, because we were friends, it was good because we were able to spend some quality time together. So we had some like times where we would hang out together and do, you know, fun activities, eating, mm-hmm. drinking, watching films, probably. I can't really remember the specifics, but all of that. those things. Seems like us. So we did that and that was fun. And I think it's important to spend quality time together because otherwise it just you lose the friendship because you're like, well, you see the person all the time, but you're not actually sort of hanging out with them. This is how relationships die. Too. I was going to say much like, yeah, if you're in a relationship with them and you live and you start living together. Make it special. Keep it special. Have some you have know, a quality little time. candle. Have a little candle. <laughs> no, a little bit of romance. We ever have a little candle. Well, we could have done. Oh. Maybe if you were more romantic. <laughs> but... Also, mm-hmm. have your own space. Do your own thing. Definitely. Know when to be apart and when to be together. Yeah, because we just do our own thing a lot. I yeah. mean, at, at the start, you were a student and I had a job. So, we, you know, our lives weren't crossing that much. Because, yeah. like, you'd go to a lecture and then maybe you'd get up later, but then you'd be out later doing things. I'd be at work. You know, so we were just sort of, you know, doing our thing. Yeah. We weren't always there together all the time. And even when we were... We could hang out, you know, in our own rooms doing stuff. Well, yeah, exactly. I never felt like I had to hang out with you. Or... Yeah, you don't want that. No one wants mandatory no. fun. I never felt like I couldn't get away from you. But equally, I never felt like I couldn't approach you and casually ask if you wanted to hang out. And oh, then... yeah, yeah. Definitely. But then we knew not to be offended if the other one was like, oh, no, I'm busy. Like, I'm hey, just be chill. Exactly. I think... I mean, this is making it sound like we're super chilled out people, and I feel oh, like we really are really not. We are to a point, but I mean, also, I would say we're pretty highly strong. I so feel very frenetic most of the time. Yeah, so I'm not sure how we manage that with each no. other. But maybe we know. Maybe it's like a can- cancels it out sort of thing. Quite possibly. Although yes. that didn't work with you and previous housemates. So she was high maintenance in a different way. Yes, definitely. I, I agree. In a- well anyway (laughs) I don't want to go on about her too much but yes we definitely did that well and I think we were good at sharing as well we weren't super possessive about things oh no like if I ran out of milk you'd be like hey have some milk Mm. and you You hated my milk but you took it anyway (laughs) desperate times she has this weird milk like she only buys like I don't know put it in the bunker for the apocalypse times milk that lasts forever and it's weird you ate tea milk 
yeah, That's whatever it's called. It's not like I made it up. No, I know. I'm just saying most people don't buy that as their regular milk. True. But I but do. That's your life. And she would we always say that it was terrible, but then when she needed some milk because hers went off. It was my mm. way and my milk was never off. Well it's terrible, but it was better than gone off milk. Well yeah, gone off milk was like the worst. You know what's really upsetting though is after I moved out and yes. lived somewhere else, I actually got some of that UHT milk mm-hmm. um, and, and I put it in a cupboard, much like I'd seen you do. I'd yeah. learned from you. And then one day I thought, time to use that UHT milk. So I got it out and it had gone off. I don't know how that happens. There's something about me that just it makes sensed, these things happen. I feel like it sensed that you hated it. It came out in clumps. That's gross and it has never happened to me with UHT milk. I'm just so upset. Well, you know, I think the point of that I share. Yeah. Because I, you know, although I was somewhat upset when you were bad-mouthing it while it was in your mouth, I think, well, you know, I'm not going to not let you have a cup of tea. That's just evil. I wasn't like a douchebag about this milk. Like, I thanked you for it. Like, if I have to. <laughs> I think also what comes to mind for me is, speaking of things that come out in clumps. Interesting. Try not to let things go off. Because I'm very bad at Oh, that. to be fair, yeah, you were quite Maybe bad at that. Maybe you, I don't know. I mean, it didn't really upset me that much. I think I would throw your things away when they were off. And I accepted that and I didn't mind. Which, yeah, I don't think you were bothered about. really, it relieved me of the responsibility because my tendency would be, would be more to look at a thing. Oh, that's slightly gone off. Put it back in the fridge. Maybe it'll get better. I don't know. Maybe. It'll yeah, I, I noticed that. And I suppose this comes back to me messing with your stuff. But I guess, again, this is where the boundaries lie. Because for that, you were okay with it. I appreciate it. I was like, there's it. mold growing on this. I lobbed it. You yeah. were cool with it. Other people might, again, be a bit possessive about their mouldy salad, but no. you were always okay with that. So, again, it wasn't really affecting me. Yes, it was gone off, but I just binned it. So Although someone it did affect. And actually, this one wasn't my fault. I don't know. It was some mutual juice that we owned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> happened. And... <laughs> let, let me just say this. If you have cranberry juice and you leave it in the fridge for a long enough... It develops what I can only describe as frog spawn. <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah. Not like unusually large frog spawn. And then if someone happens to just come into the house and help themselves to them cranberry juice, because we lived in a place like that, you just come in, help yourself, whatever's yeah. mine is yours. We had a lot of shindigs. But, you know, that person may ingest said frog spawn. Ugh. I feel a bit sick just thinking about that. Well, so do I, but I think, you know, the fact of the matter is that at least we've warned people and now he's my ex-boyfriend so it's funny so yeah good time in hindsight in time well probably at, deserved it at the time i laughed as well <laughs> yeah pretty funny at the time when we all laughed. when you did like him so everybody laughed it was a great time but he was mad he was, he was mad. real mad but my my you know my um yeah justification well, was well if you'd have asked i'd have said it was there since the last party we had which yes. was x months ago he was also mad when we left him sleeping downstairs in our living room which after that incident became known as the ice cave because <laughs> he nearly froze to death but again i say if you want to use my house yeah like don't complain mm-hmm. about a bit of frostbite just be glad you got somewhere to sleep do you know what i think we were very open with our house. I mean, this is kind of taking the topic on to uh, how to be cool guys yeah. with your friends, I guess. Just be chill. But, you know, we used to let people crash all the time. All the time. Not randomers, people we knew well. But, you know, we, there was a certain um, 
subset of individuals that were often yeah often around and we were okay with that and i think it probably helps because all we we are obviously bezers and our friends were mutual friends so you yes. know they were all they and were both friends friends and our boyfriends were friends, our boyfriends were friends which mm. helped this makes it sound like we were in some kind of weird sitcom we were <laughs> we basically were yeah um it wasn't intentional like we weren't like oh we're best friends let's pick no. two boys and our friends none of it was intentional it was all accident a terrible accident but what i mean is yeah this makes it the situation a lot easier yes it does whereas more and, awkward when you break up yeah true that just, just bt dubs true that makes it even more awkward but so i mean put that in there. they probably knew that already yeah but i think um this is a difference with living with a friend who you've known for a while than when you just randomly share a house so just yeah you know, be aware this is advice that you're living true. with a friend that is true also to add to that um as you say a lot of randomers slept in our house cool with that, and yeah. you know and it really was randomers because it was like people we'd kind of i mean well not too random it was really, people it knew. really starting to sound like a frat house now no, it was right, a very it civilized randomers. it was a few select people it was like my boyfriend before he was my boyfriend and he was just our friend yeah we let him sleep there another friend unfortunately one time though i was very drunk when we were out and i did say to two guys who were mere acquaintances i mean we'd met them that night i did say that they could stay i don't uh, remember that did they stopped that oh, thank happening. god and this is my advice here if you're really drunk have a friend who's not as drunk who will stop terrible things like that happening i feel like i'm i'm quite sensible in that regard i usually am but i was out of my mind that night it was a I good mean, job i was there then. they were your boyfriend's friends they weren't total strangers okay you already knew them but we had just met them and i was like you can totes crash at ours we've got a nice cave for you <laughs> i was like wait there good sir perhaps we don't want you to murder rape us i don't know what you did but you made it not be well happening. i like to think that perhaps that was my role as a housemate to sometimes step in when things were going up bad yeah. and smooth them over yes you did that you did do that well done and in return you always had snacks for me i did I always much more interesting and exciting food than I had because I always tried to buy healthy food and then just ate your unhealthy food. I bought thrilling food and I was always happy to share it with you, which you is were, important. You were, I mean, I, like I shared with you, but it was just less good what I had to offer. Yeah, well, it was mainly milk, but yeah, mainly milk. I, I appreciate sure, it. We had some shared foods as well, I think, but I would say probably not many, which is also mm. good because yeah. whilst we were happy to give each other things if we needed them, like tea or milk or whatever mostly we had our separate things which is good yes. because if you share a lot of stuff i think it just gets confusing and difficult then and then you're like well wh- which is my bit or you've had more than your share yeah, and you don't want to get into that. that that's terrible when you lived with your boyfriend then did you have shared stuff then i mean is it is... that was shared yes more so but that was because we would eat together and things hmm. which we did sometimes but really you know generally we would just eat whenever and probably eat different things Mm. because when i i mean years before this when i lived with a different boyfriend my boyfriend at the time we still had totally separate foods i mean on one level it was because i'm vegetarian and he was not and that's fine and you're vegetarian and i'm not yeah so again that's things we couldn't share but um he kind of took that too far and this would be my main piece of advice just you know if someone said can you give us one piece of advice in life i would be i would say do not try and sell food to your girlfriend that to me is just insane it is insane and i've met this man when you were going out with him he seemed like a nice enough fellow i wouldn't have expected that from him i like him even now we're friends but 
not you cool. Tried to sell me food, and I even not as your girlfriend never tried to sell you that milk. No. I know you wouldn't have paid for it, but even if you had, I'd have said no, no. This milk is for free. Exactly. You know, if you give me things, I might offer to replace them That's in the cool. future or something. You know, whatever. But don't start off with a sort of you know sales proposition. That's weird. Mm. That's my advice, anyway, to anyone, ever. I think that's that's sound sound advice, really. I think so. Nothing wrong with that at all. Mm. I think also a thing that I found good about us living together was that, you know, you were there for me. And that's nice. I'm going to shed a tear now. Just a single emotional tear. Just one, oh yeah, I see it, rolling down your face. But yeah, and ditto, ditto, mate, ditto. Yeah, exactly. And I do remember one particular time, it was it was not like I was having some sort of breakdown, but I had been on a date, and perhaps you don't remember this because it, it obviously wasn't significant to your life, but I'd been on a not good date at right. all. A date during which um, I, I had promised to bring Orange Wednesdays vouchers and then forgotten, and then he had tried to insist on paying anyway, but I felt bad because I was like, well, now it's double the price you were expecting to pay. And I just wasn't interested, and I, I he tried to make me have a thumb war, and I wasn't feeling that. And then I dropped him off under a bridge because he didn't tell me where he lived. He was like, "Oh, under this bridge is fine," and I was like, "Okay, that's odd." Meg likes to date the homeless, and <laughs> I assume he had a home. I don't we, know. Oh, she doesn't ask questions with <laughs> regards to their home status. And I hit him in the face twice by accident. So all in all, it was a terrible date and I remember kind of getting home and just feeling really, really like, I don't know, just drained and upset that my life was so ludicrous. And, you know, you and your boyfriend were actually in bed, I believe. But nonetheless, you let me come into your bedroom and sit down and tell you about it. And you were both very helpful. And then you even said, shall we go and get some McFlurries? And you got out of bed and you did that. And we went and got McFlurries. Well... I, I do vaguely remember this. I mean, I remember quite a few times you coming in and having a nice chat with us when we were in bed, or when I yeah. was in bed. That happened. Not moving you. furniture, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Just hasten to add. Never there. But, I mean, to, I'm, I'm glad that you remember that fondly, oh, because to me, that's, that's what friends do, and that's yeah. the benefits of living with your bestie. Yeah. And I would want you to be able to come and tell me about your terrible date, and I would definitely want us to be able to go and get McFlurries at any Even time. Even if you're in bed? Even if I'm in bed, any time of day friend. or night. That is the true sign of a good friend. If you get out of bed for me, then I know you're my friend. I don't get out of bed for many people. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, things like that are what puts the icing on the cake of living together. For sure. And I think that's where it can go really right. But obviously, it can also go horrendously wrong, which is why we wanted to make sure we uh, we shared this this wisdom. Yeah, because it is kind of tricky. It can be tricky anyway. And I mean, have you ever had a bad experience living with someone? Is there anyone that you didn't get on with? Or I've not lived with that many people. Hmm. Um, I think, I mean, I, I have actually lived with said mutual friend that bought us terrible African art. Oh, yes. Um, which was... Uh, what was that like? Well, that was fine. And I, I think we managed it okay. But I think if anyone was irritated in that scenario, she was irritated by me. It's like there's a ladder of clean. She's the cleanest, and then you, and then me, and then my previous housemate. Yeah. And, you know. And I think that actually, though, maybe you and mutual friend couldn't live together because you're one rung apart on the clean ladder. Yes. For absolute sure, we could not live together. I don't think that would end well. And, like, you two, great friends. Yeah, very fond of her. You would never not want to be friends, but I would say now, never live together. 
we never were I'm pretty sure and I think that's the take home message you know just be aware of when and when that's not appropriate I don't think I think she would say the same and not be offended absolutely and you know that's okay that's okay just because you are besties with someone doesn't mean that you have to live with them no or if you want to that it will work yeah and if you can't live together that doesn't mean you can't be friends it doesn't mean it has to be like well we tried that and now it's ruined our lives and now we can't even hang out anymore like mutually part ways like yeah try to do that because nothing is as sad as like you know when you have tried to live together for three months you brought a cat you hated the cat you had to take cat away and then you kind of end up sitting around sadly taking the decorations off the christmas tree together because you're moving out, because you can't even stick out one Christmas together, and you're just kind of not talking and just sitting under the ceiling that you painted once upon a happier time. That's a tragic, tragic tale. Oddly specific, but tragic, yes. I mean, I mean, I don't know how many people can relate to that. But I kind of want to say, and I, I think this is possibly opening a can of worms, which we won't bother going into in too much detail. Okay. We should probably start wrapping this up. A whole new but, podcast. But uh, what I think says a lot for your optimism is that you did, a couple of years later, retry to live with that same housemate. Looking back, that was insanity. <laughs> I mean, Completely at the time, insanity. we all thought it was, and we feared that we'd come home one day and the walls would just be painted in one of your blood. <laughs> That could well have happened. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Did it work the second time? No, but only because she realised that she couldn't afford it at that time. Mm. So it kind of stopped before it ever started. We had a week together and it was pretty nice because it was still a novelty and it was like a long sleepover. (laughs) We played Sing Star, we watched Sherlock and we ate a lot of food. That was a great week. In fact, she even reorganised my furniture in the living room into a much better configuration that I kept until the day I moved out of that place. And that's, you know, probably means that it was worth it. But anyway, I think, uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I thought it was quite quite funny. And, you know, your optimism (laughs) never dies. And, you know, maybe, again, if you've tried to live with someone and then it didn't work out, you could give it another shot in the future when you're both a bit more mature. mature. You're both different people. But don't, don't be surprised if it all goes tits up again also don't try and make people live with you because i have another another one of our mutual friends i you know she was living at home with her parents i kind of thought she might want to move out and i had a spare bedroom yes and i was looking for a housemate and i kind of tried to like chivvy her along and that and and she seemed to be down with it and there was a point where i got quite excited and then actually i realized that she had no interest in living with me whatsoever yeah maybe if they don't say yes at first you just need to leave it maybe if they keep looking anxious and trying to find the nearest exit maybe just let them go yeah and again best friend but i mean you might you might be able to live with that person i'm not sure i'm not sure really but that that one's up for debate but just just remember there's a fine line between um having a housemate and doing a kidnapping. Yes. Never cross that line. I I think that's a really nice way to end this. Well, I think so too. So just in summary then, what are your takeaways? What, what would you advise people? Okay, well, I think number one, mm-hmm. you know, avoid loud furniture moving. But if you yes. are going to accidentally do that, just, you know, be upfront and apologise for the mistakes that you've made. And accept those apologies when they come your way, because we are but people. Very good. Who get carried away sometimes. When celebrating. Or taking a shower. (laughs) 
any 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 time. <laughs> Generally, um, and <laughs> you your uh, your takeaway point. Um, my takeaway point. Um, I would have to say that sharing is vital. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Don't be the sort of angry person who knows how many peanuts there are in that bag of peanuts. Just don't worry about it. If like unless you're living with some kind of stealing douchebag, but like don't be friends with that person. No. Why are you why are you friends? Stop. Yeah. So just be sharing. If they run out of milk, say, Do you want some milk? Okay. And then know that in future it will be reversed and you will get some free milk. Karma, milk karma. Everything balances out, hopefully, and if it doesn't then you need to step back and question, do I want to live here anyway? Excellent point. Um, I think my final point is the personality point. Just know which of your besties you could and couldn't live with or, you know, have that discussion. And then if it doesn't go quite right, that's okay. But like you said, that doesn't mean your friendship has ended. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if your friend is not willing to put up with your tilty African art, you know, maybe that's not the kind of person you want to live with. And if they are willing to put up with it, well, then you found a good one there. That is true. My final point is... Everyone accumulates things, unless you're some sort of very zen person who manages not to accumulate things. And you are going to have to put up with, if you live with someone, you're going to have to put up with their tilty African art. And they're going to have to put up with your one-legged Ken doll that they saved from the rubbish bin at work. I mean, he wasn't actually in a bin, but that's where he was going. It's going real specific now. The point is, you have to mutually put up with each other's weird decorations and the only time it's okay to not be able to put up with those is if they're actually casting a curse on you and that's the point where you can draw the line you can say no mate this is too far agreed agreed on that point and on that note about living with your bestie and you know accepting them for who they are and what they own except when that owned stuff is cursed Mm. i think we should uh, bring this podcast to a close I think what we've learned today is don't accept curses. Don't put up with that. Yeah. You don't have to. really took a tangent. Swift tangent there. It's always okay to say no to a curse. So, yeah, on that note, this was how to be a human. And And this was how to live successfully with your bestie. So all we can really say to you now is good luck and keep on living your life.